Marketing Espresso, making marketing as enjoyable, energizing, and digestible as your morning coffee. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. So grateful you have chosen this podcast. I know there's so many out there that you can choose from. So the fact that you choose this one, I highly appreciate. And I hope that you get so much from it. The best way for me to know how much you are getting from it and for me to get your feedback is if you could leave me a review or reach out to me and tell me what you're loving. Tell me what you don't love. Like feedback is good in all forms. And hopefully I can do some episodes maybe tailored to you. So if you have some marketing questions, I highly encourage you to, you know, reach out, say, hey, or if there's someone that you know that you want to get on the show, send me that challenge. I would love to take it on and try and get them on here for you to answer some of your greatest questions. So today I have someone that I mentioned last time I fangirl her or I fangirled her prior to knowing her because I did. She was such a, you know, when you start your own business, you find people that you're like, oh my God, I love what they do. I want to get to know them. I'm sure they can teach me so much. And Emily Osman was absolutely that person for me. I loved her success. I watched it and it just turned out that I was lucky enough to meet her and she is one of the sweetest souls you will ever meet. So she is a marketing mentor who helps entrepreneurs to build flexible, fulfilling and financially rewarding businesses. She does this through her podcast, The Emily Osmond Show, which has listeners in more than a hundred countries, her events and her educational community, The Modern Marketing Collective, which has helped more than a thousand entrepreneurs to grow an engaged audience, become known as the go-to in their niche and create a business they love. Emily has a master of communications degree, is a new mum to her baby boy, and after growing up in England, she now lives in Melbourne, Australia. So I hope that you love this episode. As I said, leave a review, reach out, say hi. All of Emily's details will be in the show notes. Sit down, grab a pen, and I'm sure you're going to want to write notes from this one. Emily, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Beck. I'm excited to chat with you. I'm excited today <laughs> to have you on here to talk about authenticity in marketing and how how to like show up as you. Mm. And I think this is, I bang on about this a lot. Mm. And I know my listeners will be like, shut up, Beck. <laughs> but I think having you on here to talk about it from a different point of view is mm. so important. So thank you mm. for joining me. Oh, such a pleasure. And I can speak about this because it's something that I have grappled with and struggled with and found difficult myself. And I think when we are marketing ourselves online, there's so much input from different sources, different brands, different people like we're looking around, looking around. And it's very easy to feel like I don't match up to that or I'm not as good as that or hang on a minute, I look different or I sound different or I'm just not quite sure what I'm doing is right or correct. Yes. God, yes. I so Mm -hmm. resonate with that as well. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? So, I guess the 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 question is then how do we overcome mm. this? Like when mm. you're cuz I think as business owners we all go through that, right? We go through this yeah. comparisonitis and we're like how can I be more like them cuz it seems yeah. to be working for them. Cuz this is yeah. the other thing, right? Like oh my god, online like I'm yeah. so busy, I'm so big. And yes. then I think sometimes we almost make ourselves unbookable, yeah. right? But how do you kind of like get past that? What would what would your tips be to people? Yeah. So I like to reframe from the thought who am I to? So like, who am I to think I can put out content like this? Or who am I to get myself on video? I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Or I'm not good enough for that. Or I'm not articulate enough. Or I don't have enough ideas. Or what if my ideas suck? Or what if everyone else is talking about the same thing? So reframing the who am I to just, well, this is who I am. Mm. And I feel as though it's, it's, it's almost that idea that someone's going to catch us out or someone's going to say, Beck, you don't actually know we talking about there or Beck, like, what about this thing that you missed out in that or whatever it might be. And so for us to replace that feeling, like we have to kind of 
almost put on a pretense or make ourselves seem perfect or make ourselves anything that we're not, like more professional, more corporate sounding, more shiny, more like whatever it might be. And just be like, well, what about I just be me? And what about I just say the things that I know and do it in my way with my own energy that I bring, my own personality, my own mannerisms, my own weird quirks, my own imperfections. And I know I have them and it's okay. Then no one else can kind of like catch me out because I'm just going to be me. Yeah. I love that. So I like to reframe that, like instead of like thinking, who am I to this is who I am. And I see this with, with clients. I'm sure you have too, that the more that they can step into that and the more they can embrace that of just being themselves and knowing that that is what's going to connect with people. And that's what their audience love to see. The more connection that they build with their audience, the more people they have actually reaching out to them, choosing to follow them, choosing to then go on and work with them. Because as you know, people love to work with people that they can resonate with and see that they are aligned with and share the values of. And when there are so many people building their personal brand, so many, so much noise out there on the internet, the more that we come across someone that's like, oh, hang on a minute, this is quite refreshing because I feel like they're not putting on a voice. They're not putting on anything. They're just being them. It just is going to get that cut through. And it just can't fail. And we see it again and again and again with business owners that are just being like, well, what if I do this idea? This is the idea that I have. Maybe not everyone else is doing this. And it actually links back back to the other thing you said around, well, that person over there is doing that. And that person is doing that. Like I should do what they're doing because it Mm. seems to be working with them. But there's a few things around that. But first of all, we don't always know it's working for them. They're probably just like trying it out. They might be getting atrocious results. (laughs) (laughs) And they're actually like, yeah, we've got to rewind this strategy. It is not working. But we're looking at them thinking, well, if they're doing it, they seem to know what they're doing. So I should try that. And what I've had to learn the hard way over the years is that coming to terms and coming to grips with and the reality of there is no one right way. There is no perfect way. There is no correct way to grow a business and do your marketing. There are things, sure, that are going to work, but you have to take those foundational elements and then add your own twists on top of that. Add your own ideas, add your own sprinkle of personality, whatever it looks like for you, because we're all different and we have different things that are going to work for us that feel good to us, that feel authentic to us. And so when we try and like fit into a box of, well, this is the exact like framework or the exact script that someone else is using, I'll take that script and try it myself. Oh my God, that felt disgusting and horrible. (laughs) It's okay. You just get to do it your way. It's so true. I like, that is Perfect. That's exactly mm. what I would say. Because I think mm. you're right. It, I think the other thing about being yourself is the fact that no one can clone that. Yeah. And and then if you decide to change things, you can. Mm. Like if mm. you if you're like, this was my opinion then, but this is my opinion now because I've done test A, B, yes. C. You can have those conversations from a place yeah. of, I guess, vindication so because you're like, you know, you've been on that journey and you're not trying to be someone mm. you're not. Yeah. And we can all tell when you see someone that is really caught, like, you know, really self-conscious about being Mm. online and they, you know, they're putting Mm. themselves out there trying to be someone else rather than themselves. Yeah. Like it it does come through. Like I know for me, when I first started out and I tell this story a lot, oh my God, my first video was so bad. Like (laughs) I remember mine too. So bad. How long did yours take you to like get a clip that you were happy with? An entire day. Yeah, pretty much right too. (laughs) And I moved to like, I I remember it literally like it was yesterday. I moved to so many different rooms in the house. Yes. 
I stood, I sat, I like changed <laughs> chairs. I was on the couch. I was on the outdoor couch. I was, oh my and they're gosh. all embarrassing and cringeworthy. I should mm. make, I should just sell them. And like, <laughs> be like, if you want to see the cringiest videos ever made, I should, I should actually share them so people can you see should. the difference between who I was back then and who mm. I am now. Yes, and you know, exactly. It, yeah. And people say to me, they're like, oh, how many takes do you do to do a video mm. now? I'm like one. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you must be really good. I'm like, because I'm myself. Exactly. If, if I stumble, I don't care. Exactly. If I, and people can't believe I never listen back to my podcast episode. Oh, my gosh. I So I used to. I had this conversation with someone else and I used to, but now I'm like, I don't have time for that. No. It's fine. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so many. And I think when you're first putting yourself out there, yeah. it is completely normal to be nervous about the fear of judgment. Yeah. We are totally mm. scared. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how confident yeah. you are. There is always going to be fear of judgment. Yeah. And there is going to be that fear of, is someone going to mm. figure out I'm not that smart? Mm. or I don't know what I'm talking about. But you do know what you're talking about if you're coming Mm. from a point of you're talking about something you're an authority on. No one can tell you you're wrong when it's your opinion. And I think as well, recognizing that you're like none of us are for everyone because Mm. I don't personally resonate with everyone else that's out there. I'm like, that's cool, but that's not for me or that's not really my vibe or I'm not really into that and that's okay. And so I have to accept that some people aren't going to be, I'm not going to be for them. And that's totally fine. Like I can't be for everyone. You can't be for everyone. That's why I like the more that we can just be ourselves, we're going to cut through and attract the people that vibe with us. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's, isn't that not the, the most beautiful thing? Mm. If you were for everyone, that would probably be more concerning. Mm. Like, and I don't mind, like, I know a lot of people might get offended with the way I am because I'm very straight. Like I'm very down the line. <laughs> yeah. like, sometimes I could be called brutal. No, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very lovely, but I'm also very like, I'll tell you what I yes. think. And a lot of people probably would find that quite confronting. Mm, but and I never people, crave that. Yeah. And yeah. look, to be fair, I've gotten worse in my age. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I do it with a, I do it with love though. I never mm-hmm. ever obviously do it from places yeah. without love. But you know, that's the thing. Some people don't want to hear that. They want to be, they want stuff to be wrapped in cotton wool when they receive yeah. news. But mm-hmm. I'm not great at doing that. So, yeah. you know, for a lot of people, I would be a lot. And that's mm-hmm. fine because they're gonna go to like people that are probably sweeter mm-hmm. <laughs> than I am. But and I think it's also it's a different way that I love what you said earlier about there is no one way to do marketing. Yeah. And I could not agree more with that. And that is exactly why we have so many marketers in the world and why they're all good. Yes. And I think that is what can make all of us at times come up against real tension or it just doesn't feel right. Or I'm trying to do this thing, but it feels like such an effort when we are trying to do things that just aren't really right for our own personality, Mm -hmm. aren't really right for the way that we work really well. Yeah. And it's, it's so easy to get caught up in, well, other people are doing this or this person over here said I should do this. And I try as a coach and a mentor, I try to be very, 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 very careful about ever saying you should do this. Mm. You should do this. You should charge this. You should do this. Like there's lots of different ways that you can succeed. And if you look around you, there's people proving that. Yeah. And so it's about finding the way that feels the best to you because that's when you're going to want to lean into it and actually do it and actually Mm. commit to it and stick with it and find the traction with it. Yeah. Mm. It's like finding the right, like I'm going to use such a random analogy here, but it's like finding the right fitness for you. Yes. 
like whenever someone's getting into fit, cause I've got this huge passion around yeah. fitness, obviously, but I'm completely understanding that not everyone's going to want to do a triathlon or go for yes. a big run. Half the time, I don't want to do those things, yes. <laughs> but you know, someone else, their version of fitness is an hour's yoga. Yeah. And that's awesome. Cause it works for them. Correct. And it's the mm. same with your marketing. You have to approach it the same way you approach anything in life. There mm. are no two, it's the same with the diet. There is no someone that's gluten free, and there's going to be someone that isn't gluten free, and there's yeah. going to be people that can eat eggs and people that can't. And it's, yeah. you know, it's the same with marketing. And I just absolutely love that approach to it. It's mm. like, try what's right for you. Like reels, I hate reels. Yeah. <laughs> like you just, I did a few like really, but for me, if I was going to do them, I was going to do stuff like dress up as a ghost and run into a door like I did. <laughs> right? Which you did too. Oh my gosh, it was so good. (laughs) But like that's the Beck way of doing it, right? Because it was like, how can I take the piss out of this essentially? Because that's my personality. But even doing the ones where I had to, you know, Mm. I got to have fun doing it. And I was laughing. Like I cried laughing making that one. (laughs) I think I cried watching it. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. It was so funny. You know, but for me, even Mm. doing that, even though I got to have a lot of fun doing it and fun is a huge value of mine, I still couldn't force myself to do the other 20 ideas that I came up with because it just felt like I was like, for for what? And it would come across that it's not you as well. Yeah. Mm. And I think people could get that very, because I'll happily do a video sitting down talking about something. Yeah. But a reel for me just seems, it seems, I don't know, it seemed kind of pointless for me. Yeah. but for a lot of other people, obviously it's really grown their accounts and they've, you know, seen a lot of sales from it. But that, mm. but me doing it, it would be inauthentic and it would never result in sales because people would see straight through it. Yeah. They'd be like, she's only doing it to try and grow her account. Mm. You know, like yeah. you can see that. Like, mm. and I think the minute that you're, I think marketing also stops working mm. the minute that you're so focused on the end result too. Yes. And this is so to snap out of it. I find if people are at a phase where they're like, my marketing feels really hard. It feels like I'm stuck. It feels as though I just can't come up with any fresh ideas. It all feels tricky and kind of forced and I'm not enjoying it. Sometimes it's a matter of throwing out any rules that you think are the rules because mm. often they're not. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> like throw it out the window and come back to you. Yeah. What makes sense for you? What is it like? We all have our different preferences of how we like to do content. Maybe you're really good at writing. Maybe you're good at audio, maybe you're good at video, maybe you're whatever it might be. And just come back to what feels light and fun. Because mm, that. that is what, that's like going to get us out of this kind of stickiness in our marketing that we're like, this is just like, I'm pushing against something here. This just doesn't feel right to me. And people can tell, like, honestly, I yeah. feel like you can really tell when you look at, when you look at businesses that have done really, really well, they've grown mm. and there's no two things that they've ever done the same. Yes. Like Rolex has not got the same marketing strategy as Coca-Cola and there's a reason for that. They're not box ticking. And Lululemon and all the different, and this is why I think it's helpful. If we do get caught up on, well, I have to do this thing in order to grow my business, look for the proof that you don't as well. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Because there's businesses out there, like like you say reels, there are businesses out there that are not doing the type of reels that you might've thought that you had to do to grow a successful business. Yeah. And there's proof of that out there. So it's just like, cool, what's going to work for you? What's your audience going to resonate with? What's going to bring you into your marketing more yeah. so as the personal brand? Yeah, I mm. love that. Well, Emily, I think that's been very, very helpful. I feel like we should wrap it up. But thank you so much for coming on today and giving those little nuggets of advice. I think hopefully it resets for a lot of people where mm. 
wh- like what they thought they had to do. Did you have any last, yeah, last little nuggets that you wanted to leave with anyone, or uh, just just shake off? Like it's okay to let go. And also, actually, Beck, mm. the way that you spoke about marketing with the analogy of fitness and finding the fitness that yeah. works for you, it's totally okay for you to change your mind on your fitness too. And you yeah. might be like, because I used to like F forty five. Right now, I'm doing Pilates. Maybe yeah. I'll go back to F forty five, and that's fine. But right now, Pilates is what I like. Yeah, it's I totally love okay. that. Is your life stage? What's going on in your life? What's going yeah. on in business changes? It's okay to change your mind too with what you're doing. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome advice. Thank you. My well, till next time. Hi, Beck here, just dropping in to say that if you are struggling with your marketing planning, I have got the solution just for you. I have recently launched my marketing planner to the world and I am offering it to you at a 5% discount for listening to the potty. You can see what's in the planner and how it's going to change your life simply by visiting my website, beckchapel.com.au and heading to the resources section. When you're ready to check out, chuck in Potty VIP and you'll get your 5% discount. Thanks for listening and I hope that it changes your life.